welcome to the Tin Lounge. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fam with Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. Today we have one of the coolest topics, I think, and I mean, this is up for debate, coolest, because not everybody <laughs> enjoys talking about insurance the way that I do, but I could talk insurance all the time. But this isn't travel insurance. This nope. is E&O insurance that travel advisors need to look into and consider a policy for yourself. So we have yes. a guest today, Aisha, with Insurance Concierge LLC. And our conversation was so great. Like, And I say it's so great because I learned so much from it. So I, I'm super excited. For our yeah, I can see this. I can see Teresa's face changing because she realized, oh, do I have the right policy? You could see exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I feel like that's that's why we do episodes like this where we bring on guests because you can always learn something new. And even if we've been in the industry for years, you're just like, oh, I did not know that because insurance is not my specialty. So why yeah. would I know that? Yeah, I really think it was so innovative that this person was in insurance forever, then she got into travel, and then she realized that there was a gap and that travel advisors aren't being served. And what I love, too, is that she is a broker, and it's just like travel. You know, those commissions are built into those policies. It doesn't cost us more to use a broker, and then that broker has our back and is helping and holding our hand through everything. It's the same business model as we have, and I love to be able to pay it forward and support in that way. Anyway, before we jump into our discussion with Aisha, we want to give a shout out to our podcast network, Trav Market Media. Head on over to TravMarketMedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business. Hey, Aisha, thank you so very much for joining us today to talk about a topic that I think will interest a lot of our listeners. I know when I heard about the topic and Kareem was saying she was going to bring someone regarding insurance on, I was like, yes, please. I love insurance. <laughs> so <laughs> for the listeners who, um, who who's joining us, please introduce yourself and your company and please let us know what services uh, your company deals with. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Aisha Bruton. For those who don't know me, a, a lot of people in the travel industry does. So um, Aisha Bruton, for those who don't know, the name of my business is the Insurance Concierge. And so I've been in the travel space for the last six years, and I've been in the insurance space for the last 22 years. And so Ooh. I decided to put the two together, marry them up, and help other travel professionals understand the importance of needing E&O insurance. And so I just want to make them aware of their risks before they become liabilities. This is brilliant. Honestly, the bringing together the two industries is absolutely brilliant. And I ran across you on Instagram. I did not stalk you to find out what your following is like, but I know <laughs> that a lot of people that I know don't know about you. So we're really excited to have you on so we can make more people aware of you and what you do. Because I think it can be one of those intimidating topics that makes people just be paralyzed, right? So 
Because they're overwhelmed, they just don't do anything. Yeah, and and I discovered that, like, so for the first year, I was really quiet. I, I just sat back and, you know, just trying to learn the travel industry because it was something that I wanted to do to ease my mind from working so long, eight to 12 hours a day in the insurance industry, working on multi-million dollar accounts. It's It was just very overwhelming. So... Travel was just a way to just relax, relate, release, imagine, you know, that I'm traveling to these places that I'm booking for those clients. And once I started seeing the trend of many questions about E&O and, you know, where to go, who to get it from, what limits should they get, you know, what's the difference between being a travel agent and a tour operator? I was just like, okay, Aisha, you, you have to get back into the industry because I did take a hiatus. I took a four year break. Because mm-hmm. it was just really overwhelming. If you've, you know, for those who are still doing a nine to five, you know, in the corporate world, the demand is high to, you know, perform well, get the job done, because you are replaceable, right? But yeah. we get into the entrepreneur life because there's no one that's going to replace us in that. It's our yeah. baby. We're going to take care of it and nurture it the best way we can and make it grow. That's the, that, that's the end result. That's what we all strive for. And I just saw the need and it just gave me the passion to get back into the insurance industry. And yes, I did get back into it on the corporate side. So I do have the nine to five in that again, but, it, but again, it was just talking to different people and, just hearing what they were struggling with in regards to insurance, it just gave me the love back to help. So I've been serving this community um, in the last five years and just helping travel agents get their stuff together. I love it. So I know a lot of advisors, they're part of host agencies. And a lot of times when the question comes up with E&O insurance, um, they're just like, oh, it's okay. My host already has a policy that covers us. I don't need to get my own. And if you really look at the details of the coverage of your host agency's E&O insurance, why wouldn't you feel like you need to get your own? And I know we touched on that prior to this recording. What do you tell advisors who come to you and they say, I don't think I need it because my host has one? When they come with with that and they say, well, I'm covered. Yes, you are to a certain extent. And so I tell them all, you are covered under your host agency's insurance in the acts of being an independent contractor because you are using their credentials, their booking credentials. So their CLIA, their IATA, their ARC, whatever you're using, um, even TRUE, just so people don't think that TRUE is not included. It doesn't matter what agency credentials your host has. If you do not have your own insurance, you are setting yourself up to pay out of pocket any claims that you sustain because... Example, let's just say you um, you book a client, they need to go to Jamaica, You your client tells you they need to be booked from Chicago. They specify to you they need to leave out of O'Hare. And you go, you book their trip, but you make the mistake in booking them, leaving out of Midway. Okay. And you didn't think of it. You didn't second guess it. You just, oh my God great price. Let's get this book. You didn't dot your I's, cross your T's. Now you noticed that once you got your travel documents, you're like, oh, holy crap, I made a mistake. And so 
now you make the correction because you're in that 24-hour window. But let's just say you're not in that 24-hour window. Four days go by. You realize the mistake. You're like, oh, my God. Now it's $800 more. You have to tell your client of this mistake that you made. And it's like, what do I do? You can report it to your host because it is a claim to be put under their insurance because of the error you made while booking. But if you said anything to that client, if you wrote anything to that client, your host agency is not liable for anything you say or that you write to your client. So let's just say you said something that wasn't true and your client pulls the receipts and they're like, well, you said this. And now it's a financial detriment to your client because of what you said. Your client's going to sue you and your travel agency. And that travel agency should have insurance because your host, you can report it under your host, but your host's insurance is going to deny it because it's what you said and it's what you wrote. Not in, it's only covering what you booked under the host, not anything you said, not anything you wrote. So if, if I'm clear, it's like if there is a mistake on a booking, that might, might work under your host agency. But Correct. if it's a matter of you misinforming your client on something and then you're liable for that, not that's Nope, not at all. And there's also usually a huge deductible too, right? It is. So usually host agencies have a very high deductible. Their deductibles are usually, um, some host agencies share the policy. So you'll see the deductible, it'll say $50,000 because of the number. And it's that high because the insurance company requires it with the number of um, independent contractors they have. And that's why that host agency says, well, if you do have a claim, you have to pay $500 out of that for that deductible. Because even though their deductible is 50000 well, their retention is what they call it, um, even though it's 50000 they're only going to be responsible to pay 45500 because the other 500 is coming from that hosted agent. Got it. So in that same vein, I know a lot of advisors, we have our own ICs. We have our, our own associate advisors. Yes. So in this case... I know for my policy, they always ask how many associates I have. Mm-hmm. Would our ICs also need to look into getting their own ENO insurance? Absolutely. Because again, they are independent contractors. And so when you look at the, the, depending on the policy you have, it's worded a little bit differently, but it all means the same thing. It will describe to you who is a named insured. And that definition of who is a named insured, it will tell you. It will also say it does cover your independent contractors, but in the acts of using your stuff to conduct their business. So very similar to us with our host agencies then. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So it doesn't matter if you're with a host and then your ICs come to you because now if they come to you, you have a team now, you're still... You're like, you're considered a host agency. Yeah. You're a host agency. So you're a hosted host agency in which your IC still needs their own coverage. And as TAs are looking at different policies, I, I can, I can just picture now on these Facebook groups, so many people are asking, you know, which you know insurer do you use? Like which insurance company do you use and what policy do you have? When TAs are looking at different options, what are some 
components that they should be paying attention to? What are some questions they should be asking to determine the best policy and the best insurer for them? It depends on what what they do in their business, right? Everyone comes into this industry um, with a niche. Well, at least I hope they do. And, you know, when they identify what that niche is, you know, it will determine the type of coverage that they need. Now, there's so many companies out there that say, oh, we can offer E&O insurance for travel professionals. Okay, that's fine. Great. But it comes to a point where now we're in a space where everybody wants to do group travel. And that puts them more in a realm of doing um, hosted trips, getting wholesale rates, things as such. And that kind of makes you a tour operator. Um, There is a definition of what makes you a tour operator. And a lot of people don't know that if, if there's a yes to one of these items, they're considered to be a tour operator and the coverage varies. So, Here's what's here's what they say makes you a tour operator. Um, do you operate your own tours? So does your travel business intend to guide any tour, attend, lead, participate in any travel group, including destination weddings, or work directly with vendors such as DMCs? If you don't know what that is, that is a destination management company or regional tour operators um, like Vacation Express, Classic Vacations to obtain wholesale pricing and create a bespoke tour package for resale in the United States. Two, do you sell tours to other travel agents, affinity or non-affinity groups? Do you sell travel business to business or receive wholesale pricing from vendors to sell travel packages business to business? Or number three, do you sell tours for affiliated companies? An affiliated company is a company that has a contract to pay your travel business for selling tours or accommodations. A host agency, consortium, tour operator, or other travel company qualifies as an affiliated company. So if you answered yes to any one of those items that I just mentioned, you are a tour operator. And your coverage that you have probably with Hiscox does not cover you as a tour operator. So I think I fully understand, but just as an example, if Mm -hmm. you're doing a travel with me group, like I'm going on this river cruise, book with me, we'll travel together. You're a tour operator. You're a tour operator. Yeah. And the hazard is, you know, a lot of people come to me when I give them the quote, um, because I am affiliated as a producer with Berkshire Hathaway. Mm-hmm. When I give them the quote, they're like, oh my God, why is it so much more expensive? Well, if you're a tour operator, your exposure is much higher. You're leading people, you're guiding people, you're taking them to parts unknown. And so the risk is much more higher than you just booking a family and that family is accountable for themselves and they're going about their business, your home, and you're just checking in on them, making sure everything is good. That's different. That makes you a travel agent. Tour operator, when you're leading, guiding, hosting, that that's much more of a higher risk. So it's going to come with a higher cost. Higher risk, higher cost. Um, minimum premium for that exposure is about $1,000. 
basic rates off of being a travel agent, minimum premiums about $450. And so, like I said, there's so many companies out there that write E&O coverage that you can get from anybody. They have the Hartford, they have Travelers. Um, those companies can give you professional liability as well. But once they, they will have that question on if you host any trips, are you a tour operator XYZ? And then you say yes or no. Or if you say yes, they're going to say, well, we can't give you a quote. There's only a few companies out there that offer tour operator coverage. That is Berkshire Hathaway Specialty Insurance Company. And then there is Aon, A-O-N. They are the only two companies that offer tour operator insurance. If you are getting your coverage from Hiscox, if you are getting your coverage from Byberk, Byberk is not the same as the Berkshire Hathaway insurance that I sell that will give you the tour operator coverage. Two different companies owned by the same man, but they are two different companies. So Byberk is not giving you tour operator coverage. And I I can put that on my kids. They are not. If they tell you they are, they're just telling you that to book your policy <laughs> and, and collect the premium. When For me, the... I call myself the insurance concierge because I'm going to tell you what nobody else is going to tell you. I'm going to mm-hmm. hold your hand to guide you through the process and getting your insurance put into place. I'm going to keep it official with anybody who asks me the question on, is this covered? Is this not covered? If it's already an active claim, things like that, I'm not a claims adjuster. I don't get involved with the claim side of things. You know, just hearing the context behind a situation you may have, I can give you some insights and pointers and clarity. But to say, oh, yeah, that'll be covered, that's for the company to decide. But at the end of the day, I'm here to tell you, by Burke is not the same as Berkshire Hathaway in regards to coverage. Two different programs, two different yeah, two different avenues to get to. So one of the things that you had mentioned under the yes or no, are you a tour operator uh, list uh-huh. of questions was if you worked with like a DMC or like a, like any kind of wholesaler to get wholesale prices uh-huh. that would put you under as a tour operator. Did I hear that correctly? Correct. Correct. And, 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 the funny thing, you know, everybody goes, you know, when they fill out, well, I'm not a tour operator. <laughs> you are because when you go and you create your website and you start telling your content writer or your copywriter, or if you did your website yourself and you're saying you create custom, you curate bespoke experience, anything that says that you are designing something from scratch, it's custom that makes you a tour operator. There's, you know, it's nothing cookie cutter about that. So your insurance can't be cookie cutter. (laughs) So if you want cookie cutter, then just sell to families and sell to couples. Don't host trips to sell packages. That's not going to get you where you need to be based off your, your strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Commissionable, all inclusive packages. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then change your website to stop saying you do custom stuff because yeah. the, the <laughs> underwriters are looking at that and, and you can't combat it. You can't be like, oh, no, I'm not a tour operator. I don't do custom trips, but your website says that. 
you know, and so you don't want to get caught up to where one, you misrepresentate, you know, you get caught up in a misrepresentation um, of what you do, and then they automatically deny the claim. You don't ever want to underestimate your sales, because if you underestimate your sales, and the claim shows that your sales should have been higher, they can deny the claim. So I just tell everyone, be realistic as possible. You're in this business to be a business. If it's a hobby, then by all means, don't buy your own coverage and stay with your host because you're doing it from time to time when you need the extra cash, you know, you can, you know, you're doing this once a year, you're just making sure you're paying your host agency fee. Still a lot of liability. It's still a lot of liability. Yes, it is. But I only say that to say you can't complain about the cost of doing business. Right. You cannot. It's it's business. You are a business. Every business owner needs insurance. You think yeah. I'm going to go to my beautician and she doesn't have insurance? And then she messes up my hair that I can't suit? No. I'm going to make sure she's insured and bonded in some yeah. sort of way so I can file a claim in the event something happens. So is that your specialty and the only type of insurance you deal with? Or do you deal with any other types of business insurance? So right now I'm working on getting assignments to other insurance companies to provide um, other form of coverages. So as of right now, yes, E&O insurance is only is the only coverage that I sell through Berkshire Hathaway. If someone is with another company and they just need some consulting services, I'm open to doing that too and letting them, you know, reassure them that, you know, they're covered, they're not covered. So I do provide risk management services. I do provide consulting services. Um, and then I also, of course, if you want to work with me and, and I be your broker, I can help you with getting your coverage secured through Berkshire Hathaway, whether you're with them or you're not. If you're with them, it's an easy process. If you're if you're not with them, it's still an easy process. So um, <laughs> nonetheless, be, coming with me does not change the price. It's not lower. It's not higher. The price like is going to be right. It's not, it's, it's just like us, you know, and for the most part, the difference between my insurance business and my travel business, I don't charge a planning fee, right. Or, or a consultation fee, but when you want me to do things like talk to your travel community about the importance of having travel insurance, I do that service as well. That does come with a cost, um, because that is time away from my family. And so I'm happy to do that and just give a general um, conversation to your community and letting them know. Again, I'm licensed in the state of California. I mean, California. And this, I want to go there. That's why for some reason. Um, I'm licensed in the state of Colorado to sell travel insurance. So I can talk coverage all day if you reside in that state. But if you don't reside in that state, I always refer people to the ca- in the travel insurance company. They want to... Um, refer their clients to, to get more information because I don't want to jeopardize my license. So. Sure. And, you know, is definitely the most important piece of insurance. I mean, oh, it's absolutely. Good to have business liability insurance and things like that, but a lot of people are working as ICs and that is a huge way to protect yourself. You're kind of flying loose. And I feel like, after the pandemic and watching people start to do chargebacks and things like that, that probably shook a lot of people up. Yeah. And you know what, for the most part, I mean, a lot of people come to me too about that. They're like, well, does your insurance cover chargebacks? Absolutely not. 
It does right. not. Um, you know, there is a thing out there called chargeback insurance. There is. But why do you want that? That just goes, you know, if you're filing multiple claims for chargebacks, you're just setting yourself up to never get chargeback insurance again. It's, yeah. It makes the company question your practices on doing things the right way. Like, how do you handle fraud? How do you, what's your customer service practices like? So, yeah. That's yeah, kind of like an open door for fraud. Absolutely. So it is important to know you can't insure yourself against chargebacks. But the point is when something drastic happens, you want to know, like, if you're frazzled or overwhelmed or whatever, if you make a mistake, that yeah. you have a safety net. Absolutely. And E&O is, is the most important to have, regardless of what your structure is. I don't care if you're an LLC or a sole proprietor. If you're a sole proprietor and, and you are working this business as a business, you definitely need E&O insurance because you don't want to jeopardize your personal assets. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And our listeners, how can they reach you? How can they find you? Is there, I know Kareen found you on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? And is there an email address where they can reach out to you for more information? Yes, absolutely. So you like Corinne, she found me on Instagram. So I am on Instagram. My Instagram and my Facebook handle is insurance concierge LLC. Um, and so you'll find me in those two areas. You'll also, um, find me in different groups, individual, you know, as an individual, I'm there all the time talking to different people. The website's not up. It's, it's, it's in the works. It's been in the works for a little bit, but you can definitely find me in those two places. My calendar link is in those two places in the bio section of those um, social media platforms. So again, it's insurance concierge LLC. And then the email address is insurance concierge LLC at gmail.com beautiful perfect thank you so much Aisha for coming on this podcast and educating us I learned so much and now I'm like okay let me go and check the details of my policy <laughs> <laughs> I know and it's never to scare anybody I, I'm just so passionate about this industry on, on both levels from the travel side and the insurance side and I just want everyone to protect themselves and, and don't be naive into thinking that they're oh I, I have a host who I'm covered yes and no and I yeah. just want them to be fully aware um of the actions they need to take to get the, the ball rolling. Well, thank you again so much for coming on and we'll definitely be in touch. Thank you so much for having me. You ladies have a great day. You too. So I hope you guys will agree that I was right in my intro <laughs> <laughs> that, that this conversation was so educational. So if uh, you're like me, you're probably going to take out your policy and just take a look to make sure you have the right one. And if not, you know exactly who to call and who to reach out to to find the right policy for you. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review and or share the show. Also, head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes. Have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello, please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at the tinlounge.com. We'll see you all next week. Bye.